Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back. Yes, it's back to normal. The hentai era is over for now, hey. as we return to being the oldie, trashy, mangoey frenzy. And hey, just in time for the spring anime season, so it's time for our usual tie-in episode. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the trash manga is already dead, <laughs> aka the trash manga friends podcast. You know the drill by this point. I mean, we're like two dozen episodes in. Three people discuss two volumes of one trash manga. Some are good, some are bad, but spoilers, they're all trash. All of them. I am your favourite senpai, Sean, and I am joined, as ever, by the delightful teasing slash sadistic duo of Phil and Mike. How are you both? I mean, Phil is the sadistic one here. I'm just sort of along for the ride. If anything, I'm a masochist because I choose to do this. You are the senpai. <laughs> sure it's <laughs> yeah this one yeah uh, yeah 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 great <laughs> yeah great great it's great it's great it's great yeah oh, it's fine <laughs> blink blink twice for holding your hostage mic <laughs> i mean we can't see you because it's audio only but... exactly <laughs> <laughs> is this actually episode 24 this is episode 24, yes. Damn, we've almost been doing this for a year. Yeah, the uh, the anniversary is in sight. Goddamn, wow. Like, where does the time go? Where does the time go? We'll have to do something special for that episode. Hint, hint. <laughs> oh, wait, I just remembered where all the time went. In, it was an ingredient in the time soup we're all living currently. Oh, yeah. Like, we, we started this in the pandemic, remember? We did, yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Still we in lockdown. <laughs> We're still in lockdown. Uh, it's almost like nothing ever changes. Time is cyclical. And uh, yeah, we're just basically living the real life version of Groundhog Day. Yeah. So let's talk about trash manga. Speaking of things that don't change, this time around, we have been covering. I'm going to get this wrong now, so I apologize. Uh, Ichirinade Nagatoro san, aka Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. Or don't bully me, Miss Negatoro, or the other uh, non-official English titles that make far more sense. Uh, this was originally a Pixiv webcomic back in 2011 to 2015, before it became the web manga version that's now uh, become a lot more popular, which started in November 2017 and is ongoing. Uh, it's a rom-com manga. It's drawn by Nanashi, who is also known as 774. Uh, whose other work is mainly some Dojinchi and one-shots. Nagatoro has become by far their most notable work. It is licensed by Vertical, and you can currently buy the first six volumes in English. And there is an anime version. Uh, the first episode should be out by the time this episode airs on uh, Crunchyroll, I believe, is the uh, main place where you can watch this. Uh, it's being done by Telecom Animation Film, who have, among other things, done Tower of God, Orange, and uh, Parts 4 and 5 of Lupin the Third. But uh, Phil, why don't you tell us a little more about the delights of Nagatoro? What is this series about? I mean, it's right there in the title, really. At least the unofficial one, the Please Don't Bully Me, Nagatoro-san. As our series revolves around the titular Nagatoro, a somewhat mean-spirited girl, and her senpai, who she bullies relentlessly. Yeah, that's basically it. There we that's go, show over. <laughs> it, it really could be. <laughs> yeah. Because we read, 
uh, two, volumes. two volumes. We always read two volumes, which took the form of fourteen-ish chapters in this. Yeah. So just to, just to mention that at the start. So there's two. We read the first two, roughly two volumes worth, which is fourteen main chapters. I have no idea if they how many of the Omake slash other chapters people have read. Yeah. They're all weirdly numbered, and I don't know what's in what volume. So I was just like, read the core chapters, and then if you read other things, I, I read up to the end of volume Amaki, which is the little four-panel yeah. thing in full color. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I read everything um, that was within those. You've first read everything. Oh, okay. Within those first two <laughs> volumes, I don't read the whole thing. That's it's damn. Like we found Mike's new favorite series. If he's read uh, everything, but did we though? And. It's okay, let's put it this way. The my I have two main thoughts about this, which we'll get to in due time. But the first one is I <laughs> okay, the, the main place we read these manga is down at the moment. Just to if you any if you're in the <laughs> online manga space, that really dates this episode, I guess. But the official release. <laughs> yes, support the official which release. Which you can with this series, so <laughs> but like the so that's down. And so I had to go elsewhere to read this. And let's put it this way. The website I found this on most readily links out to a whole lot of porn. <laughs> like a whole <laughs> lot. This is so porny. Like this is, I, I know we've talked about hentai without the porn. This is, this really is porn without the porn <laughs> for like some people. It's definitely horny on main, which is a phrase I used in my notes. It is so relentlessly horny. Like I, I scrolled down to the comment section because that's always fun. Why? And why? Why? Because <laughs> it's funny. Why are you letting your opinion be influenced by people other than us, Mike? <laughs> it wasn't influenced at all. <laughs> like everyone in there was relentlessly horny. <laughs> it's crazy. God, this thing it is very much a fetish piece without the porn, or at least that's how it's like presented, and. Yeah, it's this one younger girl who is tormenting this older soft boy who's been bullied a lot and he's really downtrodden and he's very weak and he's quite feeble physically. The most self-insert y self-insert I can imagine. Sure, sure. And like he's everything you'd expect a quite introverted Japanese um schoolboy to be, which is like draws his own manga where he self inserts himself and he's very sensitive and well, every every cliche you can think of and she just torments the living shit out of him bullies yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it is truly it is truly bullying it's it's yeah it's not tormenting it is bullying yeah like it's not even done like a lovable playful way and there's no like redemption out of it where it's like you get any indication that she actually does kind of like him. It's I, like I disagree with that. You get plenty of indications okay. that she likes him. <laughs> okay, sure, sure. But it's like it's it really does strike like the kind of affection that an abuser would give a victim just to keep them on the hook, as it were. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that is some dark shit we're looking at here. And plenty of people are like super into it. But there is no indication, at least at first, that the m protagonist, the main male character here, is actually into this. She's just relentless. Yeah. You don't ever get his name. Like, ever. No, he's just called that's Senpai. That's half the point. I'm saying that's why he's the most self-inserted self-insert, because he literally doesn't have a name. 
Yeah, and at one point she even says, I don't even give a shit what your name is. Like, she doesn't know, and she doesn't care. She's just like, I don't care what your name is. I'm just going to keep tormenting you because I can. And oddly, weirdly, like, graphical, sexual ways as well. Like, uh, not even, like, it's not like she's actually sexually assaulting him physically, but it's like everything she does is meant to be in a way to, like, get him turned on and then call him a horrible pervert for it. No, like, it's mine. very tormenting. Are you saying the game of poke the nipples was not sexual assaulting? <laughs> okay, it probably was. Yes. Right, are you saying? Are you telling me that teenagers aren't horny, Mike? Is no, I'm saying. Me? Hey, I, hey, teenagers are relentlessly and profoundly horny. I get that, but it's like, god damn, I don't think I've ever met anyone who has gone that far in real life. Like this is, it no. is torment, tormentation to a unrealistic degree and as such i get why people who are into that would be would find it very uh erotic i guess because fucking hell they lay it on thick <laughs> like they really yeah. lay it on thick it is constant well so sean mentioned at the start this was a pixiv webcomic originally mm -hmm. yes and actually with a lot of these sorts of series if i find out there is like a twitter comic or a Pixiv comic, like pre serialization. Mm -hmm. I do tend to go look at them just to see like what the differences were and what it was like and things. Yeah, I did as well. And for this one in particular, it is, it's still the same core premise, but it's, it dials up the abuse factor a lot more. Right. Cause I, I quickly scrolled down the original Pixiv comic right before we record this because it's in Japanese, so I can't read it anyway. Uh, Cause I don't read kanji or any of the other alphabets and yeah and i just scrolled down and it, it literally just seems to be um Nag nagatoro uh just sitting across the table literally just just hurling abuse at this kid yeah like, that's all I it mean, is that, that's one of them then there's one where she's just like literally kicking him for the full thing yeah like not likely either not that yeah. it makes much of a difference but like full-on Beating him up, kind of, and it's just like, mm. this is where editors come in <laughs> to tone <laughs> that down. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't even tone it down that far, really. <laughs> like, not really. It's like when it gets serialized, I cut out all of that shit. We're not having any of that, thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's any better, though. Like, it, it's it's toned down. I cannot hit home hard enough how fucking relentless she is to him. <laughs> Like I, I just can't I can't help but think the whole time while reading it, like reverse the reverse the genders. How is this okay, you know? Yeah. How is that okay, but that isn't? Like fucking hell. Well, I mean the thing for me is like the first two chapters, he's crying by the end of them. Yes, like, yes. He, and the only solace she gives is like offering him a hanky. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in the opinion like it stops being like teasing or playful when the other person is crying. Yeah. Crying, and then she just starts saying how pathetic he is. Yeah, doesn't really stop, just keeps calling him gross and disgusting. Like, she does that all the time anyway. Mm -hmm. Calls him gross and disgusting and whatnot, and it's just like, mm, nah. And, and yeah, no, I get it. This is absolutely some people's kink. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why, as Sean said, horny on main. <laughs> like, I, I get that. <laughs> but it's like, God fucking damn. He didn't ask for this. She just rocked up one day. 
and just started laying into this guy. It's like, fuck it, hell. I'm not even sure he was into it until like well, until like 10 chapters in, where it's like, okay, he's clearly into this at this point. Well, yeah. In fact, he pretty much straight up says that, doesn't he? Because at yeah. one point, he's bas- she's basically like, oh, you know, why do you let me talk to you like this? And he's just like, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like it, I guess. <laughs> I think oh, the mate. implication in that one was, I get, no, I know the one you're on about because she's basically like, why the shit aren't you getting mad at me considering yes. everything I've done to you? This is only like a few chapters in as well. So this is when her bullying's at its absolute peak in many ways. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he pretty much just kind of like, we see that he's pretty much been used to being bullied. So he's just kind of like, hunker down, weather the storm. They'll go away in the end, probably. I, yeah, like it, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't speak to someone who's on board with it. Is my point? Mm. Oh no, no, I'm not. No, it's just fucking. It's rough. <laughs> like it's so rough. But I would say, I would argue at least that it. Get, she tones it down after a few. After the first few times, she made him cry. I think she does. She does yeah. yeah, but yeah. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's. Um, don't think that's to speak to her character. It's. It's more. It's more that she realizes that she's got him on the hook now so doesn't have to put in as much effort <laughs> that's how i read it it's like uh, i'd read it that she felt a bit bad that she'd gone so far so toned it back a little maybe and it, she does is, seem to tone it back gradually as the volume went on my problem with that is at no point do we see her sort of having that retrospective kind of going oh maybe i've taken things a bit too far it's just she tones it down there's no any inclination as to why it's just okay she's not calling him gross and disgusting non-stop all the time at the moment uh she doesn't verbally say it but they do have panels where she's clearly pausing thinking about things from time to time uh yeah but i don't think that's because she's thinking oh hang on is this taking things too far i think that's more just she's thinking oh what's the best thing to say here the best reaction to get kind of thing yeah i uh... She, she is a weirdly complex character, considering the story. And I say weirdly complex because she's just not really, but she also is. Uh, because she, yeah, it's, it, it's hard to describe because she's clearly only after one thing to torment this this boy. But she also does seem to have some light behind the eyes kind of thing. Like there's some there's some reason for it. And you do see at some points during this, uh, during at least the two chapters we saw, that there is some logic to it. She's not just evil through and through. So there is something there. It's just not what you get to see at the forefront of the character. And it's, it's, it's so rough. That's the thing. We get the, basically, the implication I got was that she is interested in him, mainly because he's, uh, I don't really know if it's like uh, open with his feelings, aren't more honest with his feelings, because we do have a chapter sure. later on where she's with a couple of other guys who are like, yeah, I make music, I'm so cool, and like, you didn't try with this at all, and basically just shoots them both down, and it's like, because they're being fake, I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, she's sure. Quite, she's into Senpai because Senpai is more open about himself. I don't really know the way to phrase it, but yeah. Yeah, she also does this this thing in that same vein where quite early in she finds out that she that he uh, senpai uh, does uh, his own manga and well, clearly like chapter one. Yeah, like he clearly self inserts, and then she, it, she does 
of course, bully the fuck out of him for it. But then she also, like, kind of tries to help him with it as well. So it's, yeah. like, it's sort of, um, it's the sort of abusive behavior of, like, you give them those little bits of affection, but mix it in with all this abuse. So they, so you get, like, the, you keep them on the hook for thinking that they, they can always improve and they can be better. It's, it's, it's classic abuser behavior. Which, in fairness, he does improve over the course of the two volumes ever so slightly. Uh, sure. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, he grows in confidence and stuff, like, uh, yeah, she. Uh, one of the ways she torments him in a weirdly sexual way is by saying that she'll model for him, and yes, um, like when he's clearly uncomfortable with it, and uh, she like suggests harder and harder all the time that she'll just start taking off more and more of her clothes, and he's again quite uncomfortable with it. Like he clearly wants to see it, but he's also not there yet. Like he's not yeah. confident enough to just take it, kind of thing. And uh, he does actually improve in those regards for his art because he's not confident enough to draw the female form, which is actually an important yes. thing if you want to do character art. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I do see her trying yeah. to actually help him in her well, own that's, way. Uh, that one's actually done really well because you have like the first time they do it, uh, he basically does like a very sketch drawing of her, which is quite nice. And then it's just the crotch is like, eh, ignore that. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> chest as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, eh, ignore those. And so he's like, no, it's crap. But then like later on when they essentially redo that chapter almost and she basically falls asleep and he's left in peace, he actually does a very nice drawing of her. And so I thought that was a nice kind of little full circle bit. I think because that's the end chapter of volume one as well, I think so. Yeah, when you say they redo the chapter, you mean in every single chapter? That one more explicitly than most. <laughs> I don't deny it is the same theme pretty much oh, every time. Yeah. Like that that's my other I talked about I have two main thoughts. This is my other main thought of it. It's just this thing is with the exception of like two chapters out of the fourteen, they're all the same thing. Every single time. Every single chapter is the same. Like I got through this, like I I started reading this after I finished my stream last night at around half twelve-ish. I was done before 1am because this is so quick to get through. It's the same thing every time. I do actually think this is a bit of a shorter one, generally. Sure, yeah. I think a chapter is shorter than a normal manga chapter. But I just yeah. flew through them. Like, it was so quick, just because every single time it's like okay she's doing this she's tormenting him cool 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 okay we're done same thing cool but i would also say like it even even in chapters where there's a lot of text it does just kind of fly by and like that's not necessarily a bad thing i would say to have that kind of rapid pacing especially for a more comedy focused thing like this oh is it comedy based it's a rom-com so yes <laughs> I, 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 I would argue yeah that. i would I question don't. both the rom and the com part of that like, if this is romance, because I don't think it is, then, like, I don't think it quite qualifies. If it's romance, then it's some very specific romance. It, and that kind of specific romance, the sort of the, the, uh, the, the power dynamic style of uh, dynamic or relationship is, like, that is really only fine when everyone, you're convinced everyone is into it. And I, I'm just not convinced that Senpai is into this. <laughs> At least not until a long time in. And it's like, uh... And the comedy part of it, it's like, I don't know if I ever felt good enough about the situation to 
find it funny, like ever. I can't really think of any part that I found funny myself. I honestly thought most of the chapters hit home with the comedy. I, I felt that it did a pretty good job of having a punchline in every chapter. But I think the only bits I found funny were the more like visual stuff. So like, um, it's less prominent in these two volumes we read, but certainly later on, more with like the style in which Nagatara sometimes gets drawn, sort of very noodly. Yeah. That's always... I, I wouldn't say laugh out loud, but it's always quite funny to look at. And the, uh, I don't know how to describe this one because it's a very, again, a very visual thing. But where they're sort of saying putting that aside, and you've got them with their arms out front, and then literally like moving them to the side as they say it, doing the putting it aside motion, yes, as if you were moving a box to one side. Yeah, some, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I feel is important to mention: How old is Nagatoro supposed to be in this? Fifteen. Uh, yeah, because yeah, like she's that. naked like a lot, <laughs> or sexual sexualized a lot, like a lot. <laughs> Usually by herself. Which, if you take it as this is an actual real life person, that's well, she got even refers issues, to but... herself at least in the translation I read. I don't know if it's the same in the vertical one, but she refers to herself as a JK, which is essentially, I want to say, like not far off from like a sex worker kind of thing. If I remember correctly. Uh, no stop that's pretty much what it was when i looked it up earlier <laughs> J jk just means high school girl it jk as an abbreviation was started to get used it's not its only use now in sex work specifically when you had the compensated dating stuff yeah right okay so but, um, jk generally just means high school girl right it's like if you say the word schoolgirl now it has connotations of the porny sense but doesn't actually mean that kind of thing Kind of, yeah. yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I didn't get that at all. Um, I thought they were saying I'm JK, like I'm just a joke. I'm I'm just kidding. So no, that's the thing. I, I recognize the term. So yeah, I, I didn't at all. Uh, one thing I read about earlier on that point, Mike. Apparently, mm -hmm. in Japanese English textbooks, yeah. they have to make it very clear that an English person won't understand if you refer to yourself as a JK because it means right. something entirely different. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, that's yeah. Uh, exactly what happened with me. Because I, 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 yeah, I, I thought that was a weird translation. Because I thought when she said that she was a JK, like, oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a jokester. I'm a kidder. I'm just, I'm no. just messing with you. And that was like, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, just like on top of everything to say like, oh, j j lol, JK. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. No, she's she's basically just saying, look at me. I'm a high school girl. Why don't you want to? see me naked or whatever the hell she was okay so up. that is like one percent less fucked up than i thought it was yeah, yeah. not by much but I, I guess it counts i guess oh i was trying to try and get him to draw her wasn't it i think at that point yeah sure yeah you uh you, you see her you don't ever see the porny bits the sinful parts but you do see um nagatoro naked or heavily sexualized a lot throughout this thing so I 100% understand why people are crazy horny for this. Like, with everything together. Like, I, I totally get why they have that reaction. Well, this thing, I feel like that original Pixiv webcomic was basically fetish fuel. Yeah, no, this well, whole thing is The artist fuel. does, has drawn, I think they have drawn porn in the past, just straight well, up I mean, as well. What I'm so. saying is when I was on their Pixiv earlier, they most definitely have. Ah, well, there you go. 
yeah, like this is this this is porn without the sinful bits, you know. Porn yeah. without actual pe penetration. We need a term for this. We need. I believe etchy is generally the term. <laughs> well, this isn't etchy though, because etchy like implies that it's like huge chested ladies and like it's like goes all the way up to the line of being actual porn. Whereas this is a little more, this has a little more depth than that because it is porn with words, with behavior, with actions. Like it's the difference between like novelized erotica and outright dirty oh. porno DVD yeah. in the back of a drawer. Like it's the, it's the line between that, which is important. Because I, I have no doubt that this is more viewable by a wider audience, but people still jack off to it. Well, <laughs> I guarantee. Definitely. Sure, but I would also argue that people jack off to fucking everything in the weeb fandom. So. Sure, sure. I understand it's not a high bar to reach, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's definitely there. Yeah, I think it's down to sort of like the way it's presented. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. That's the thing. It's definitely horny after something, but yeah, it's definitely horny. But if I compare it to like specific fan service stuff, like more maybe seen like To Love Ru or Rosario Plus Vampire or other series that are more yep. fan service oriented, this one seems to restrain itself a little at least. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's kind of my point. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem to go all in on like fan service, as it were. Like, there's not. Oh no, there's some steamy boobs like yeah. every chapter or i whatever. mean heck they do the oh no we fall over onto each other joke but instead of it being him groping her she's yeah. landed on she, her hands landing on his dick I, I, did, I did kind of like that because it was a yeah. nice change yes yeah, sure as a changing up a formula it's like yeah. oh you're like oh he's gonna grope her and it's like no no she's actually groping him yeah. which is kind of ruined by the final panel of that chapter in my opinion uh, sure. Why well, I don't remember specifically what you're referring uh, to. Him jerking off. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What? So that doesn't happen. <laughs> that absolutely. The, that happen. chapter ends with them joking about, "Are you hard?" And that's it. No, no, because then you see him in his room later that night. I do not recall that at all. Oh, I'm going to have to pull that one up for you. I, no. Yeah. I mean, that's what he did. Apparently, oh. this this whole thing has. Uh, the way I was going to describe it was full step on me energy. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> plotting it, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. it and, like, it has, a, it has a lot of problems. But uh, if you're into that, you'll be into this. Okay, yeah. That, uh, woo, that changes that chapter. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The version I read also has it. So, yep. Well, shit. Then again, the version I read also links out to porn sites, so there you go. I mean, in fact, that's just a standard thing on these, like, the sure, reading sure. things illicitly, how dare yeah, you? Th th there's a lot of overlap, let's put it that way. <laughs> Did you like this? Maybe you'll also like jacking off. <laughs> Did you like this? Maybe you'll also like porn. Well, <laughs> yeah. I feel like quite literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Do you like stuff? You might also like porn. Do you oh like stuff? God. You might also like other stuff. But I will say, so thinking of things I do like about this, and we have porn. touched on it a bit, like, yeah, ha ha ha. The, the artwork I feel in this is very good at realizing Nagatoro and Senpai. 
Yeah, the artwork is actually pretty solid. Um, we talk about face blends a lot on the show. There's none here. You, everyone fairness, is distinctive. It would be impressive if you had face blindness <laughs> when there's only like you, there's Nagatoro's friends, but otherwise it's two characters. There's only two characters of note. Yeah. yeah. Yes. This, yeah. Well, let me put it this way. Sean, you mentioned Nagatoro's friends. We see them in arguably chapters where they have no face. Uh, sure. A couple of panels in one of the chapters where they're at the where he sees them at the diner, mm-hmm. and then there's the one where he actually sits, sits with them in the cafeteria where we actually yeah. really see them. There's also the dream sequence. Oh, the dream sequence. Yes, they do yeah. get a. But um, yeah, you, in the two volumes you read, it's Toro and Senpai. I like that bit as well. Well, okay, I like both of those chapters. I like the dream sequence one, but less because I didn't need to see her as a cat girl. That bit could be like, okay, great, sure. Yeah. But uh, it's clear that he's she's like very early on, and then continuing right that she's just completely in his mind now. He can't get this nightmare away from him, as it were. Yeah, he lives and sleeps the nightmare. Yeah, but also I do like that um, the chapter with her friends in the when they're all at the school dining table because that's the first time you really kind of see that she actually does sort of care for him in a weird way. It's like yeah. only I. I this is my mark. Only I can. Bully senpai, is you your fucking hands off him. <laughs> yeah, it it's possessive in a psychotic way as well. Because yes. um, yeah, th- there is a scene where I believe they're in the school cafeteria. Yeah, uh, Nagatoro sitting with her two friends that you see a lot, which I don't think are ever named. Not uh, not what we've read now. Yeah, and so she's sitting with them, just doing the lunch thing, and she calls him over just so she can torment him more along by saying like. Um, we're in a relationship. And he's like, we're not in a relationship. Ah, we're totally in a relationship. Cause just because it makes him uncomfortable. Um, and every time the friends try to join in with it, she gets this like deadpan look at psychotic look on her face and like, no, he's mine. Like, no, <laughs> like, how dare you fuck with him? Only I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> this is some de- this is possessive shit. It's awful. In, in that uh scene as well she's like rubbing his hair like oh my god it feels like sheep hair and whatnot and then like one of them tries to reach over to feel it and she just slaps a friend yeah. hand away. it's really like weird that. it's like she's like saying like uh like oh this guy's gross look at his hair and then someone wants to join in she's like no you can't just touch people what are you doing it's like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what the fuck <laughs> It's like it's funny if it wouldn't. It wasn't so like you have to laugh because the only other option is angry confusion. Well, it's a comedy, so yes. <laughs> it's uh, I, like, I don't. It, it's funny because it's weird, not because it's actually clever. If that makes any sense, like it's hard to describe I, just because. I disagree that it isn't clever. I agree that it's not like this is not like what you should aim for in a relationship or anything like that. And I can understand unless that. you're into it. I. <laughs> Sure. Very important qualifier there. Whatever your kinks are there, sure, whatever. Yep. But uh, like, don't get me wrong, this is not like necessarily what you should be aiming for in a relationship. I acknowledge that. So sure as shit not how a relationship should start. I was, was going to say, <laughs> no. like, if you want a relationship like that, that's fine. Just don't start it like that. Or if you're starting it, make sure everybody's on board with that. <laughs> it's like, I think this is a, a John Oliver quote last week tonight, John Oliver. He, he said something like, it's a lot like boxing. If you didn't both, uh, consent is a lot like boxing. If you don't explicitly agree to do it, one person's committing a horrible crime. <laughs> it's like the exact same thing here. 
I don't feel you need the boxing metaphor for that one, Mike. Well, that's just what he does in his show. He comedically what? qualifies things with metaphors. But yeah, it's like if one person doesn't consent to this, it's a heinous crime. <laughs> and that's pretty much how this starts. Like, get consent, people. It's, it's, consent is cool. And he does start to get on board with it, but I don't know if that's because he's actually into it or because of Stockholm Syndrome. I was going to say, like, is it, is it becomes a case of, like, is he actually getting on board with it or is he just getting used to it and he's just like, yeah, whatever. I... Like, this is just my life. I just live this life. It's the combination of both. Probably the answer to that. Yeah, like, uh, real talk for a moment. Like, I, I relentlessly bullied when I was a kid. And I can tell you that you do just sign on, you get on with it and you even like start to get involved in it a little bit because survival instinct, man. Like you just gotta, you gotta, you realize that if you don't keep your head down, it gives people more ammunition. And that's exactly what the senpai says in this. Like he just keeps his head down and he doesn't want to rock the boat because if he does that, then it just gets worse. And like, I can't help but think that's exactly how this is going down. Like, I think it's written in such a way that he like he is into it, but he's also a teenager who has been bullied his whole life. I don't think he can he's really in the clearest state of mind to to say like what he's into at that point, you know? Like he hasn't got perspective. It's the only life he's known. So the fact that she's just doing this to him without him explicitly agreeing to it is just is just abuse. It is just bullying. It's, it's, on torment and it's it's so uncool like the whole thing is so not okay and like you're saying that this is getting licensed into an anime like fucking hell yeah this is probably be one of the biggest shows of the season like don't tell people this is okay because this is not okay and yeah this is this is coming from someone who was a victim of this shit growing up but it's like god damn <laughs> god damn you can't like maybe for the people who can just enjoy it from a purely objective standpoint and they never had to experience this stuff and they have no views in this and they have no intention of going out and emulating it and all of that stuff maybe it's fine for them but i i i can't see this as anything more than it is and it's just it's just horrible <laughs> it's just watching something happen over and over and over because it's always the same story <laughs> every chapter oh it's brutal constant it's brutal yeah I, I think i agree with pretty much everything you just said there yeah it's like it's it's hard to see a way around this that isn't that isn't seemingly just trying to justify bad behavior i i talked about the comments earlier about how they're all thirsty af but yeah. it's but uh, like for the people who are into it that's great and the problematic issue of them being actual literal teenagers aside if you are into this more power to you absolutely you do you and more importantly have them do you too and <laughs> <laughs> like great if you're into it and they're into it and everyone's into it fantastic but don't just do this to people <laughs> that's not okay it's <laughs> it's fucked up man and this this just glorifies it to the nth degree Oh. Sure, but I would argue that so do half of the manga we've read. And I'm not saying that yes. makes them better, but I'm <laughs> yeah. saying like this is just you have to be able to separate fiction from reality. 
Sure, absolutely. And I think because otherwise you end because otherwise the argument you're going down will end up with you like GTA causes people to kill people. No, that's no, not what I'm no, saying at all. <laughs> no, I and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying someone will, re will read this. I, I'm trying to be clear. I will not. Yeah. I'm not saying that someone will read this and think it's okay to bully people. I'm just saying by that the logical extension there of what you can say can be interpreted as necessarily these should never be published because they're unhealthy. And while that is an argument, then you'd lose ninety percent of media overnight. <laughs> I'm more just trying to say that in GTA, the example you gave, it is yes absolutely not said that this is a normal thing that can happen it is not normalized it is clearly an extreme case and just because there is violence in that doesn't mean you're going to go out and be violent this is presented like it's a normal thing that people can do and there's no repercussions for it there's not like in gta you can get shot and killed you can get arrested like bad things can happen and granted it's a video game so there's like gamification of those facts but in this it's like there's, there's there's nothing it's just she is an asshole and he kind of gets on board after being browbeaten into it and that's the whole story <laughs> it's like wow that that kind of sucks but bear in mind also with a video game you have the scope of numerous actions numerous paths numerous things whereas a story obviously linear and obviously we've only seen the first two volumes we don't know if other people get involved I've not read past this. So. She doesn't like it when other people get involved, apparently. I mean, more like teachers and stuff like that, rather than... Sure, sure. Uh, no. <laughs> Shock. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's very clear that this for me. Uh, but it's like... It's... It is also the same story over and over and over. I said this earlier. Yes, There's like absolutely. two chapters out of the 14, which are actually fundamentally different. Because otherwise it is, um, Senpai is doing something, Nagatoro turns up, she is an asshole. That's the end of the story. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's more than that, I know. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I understand what you're saying, because I do agree it's all very samey. You are generalizing a smidge there, though. Sure, sure. I'm more talking about fundamental scaffold of the plot is always the uh, same yeah, like, know, it always has the same objective there's always the same outcome yeah sure but, i mean for example there's some similar manga which i would recommend people read over this sure. shot gasp mm -hmm. um the most notable one being um don't tease me tagaki san teasing master tagaki teasing master no. yeah sorry i Thank think you. well i think that's the localized name I, I can't remember. I have what, volume one of it somewhere, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, which is sort of a tamer... Pure-hearted version of yeah. this. <laughs> it's, uh, they're, they're in middle school, and rather than like bullying, it is more just like they have competitions of sorts. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the guy never wins, and he's determined to win kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think you pointed this out earlier when you um, said it's not teasing, it's, it's bullying. Because I do think there's a fundamental difference between the two. Um, yes. Bullying is a one-way street. Teasing absolutely could go both ways. Like, both people take some sort of pleasure in it. Well, that's the thing. I think in Takagi, it feels more like, it is more like, it feels more like a game and like they're competing off against each other and he just never gets the win over her. Whereas in this, obviously, it is very one way. Magatoro mm -hmm. yeah. abusing Senpai in various different ways. 
yeah. with very, very, very little in the way of retorts from Senpai. Yeah, like I, I think there's there is one occasion where he kind of wins, but it's also recycling the whole lucky pervert. Well, there are, there are t- there are occasions, and again, I think the visuals do well where like she actually flusters her for a moment, and she's like, "Wait, what? Uh, reboot, reboot, back to teasing." Or what yeah. Uh, like I, I, I could rant for a while about how fucking <laughs> tired I am about the lucky pervert trope. Like it's oh, that's reasonable. That's fair. I am so tired of it because it's so fucking lazy. They even point it out how lazy it is in this. Like that's how lazy it is, and then they do it anyway. Yeah, they mix it up yeah. a little bit, but they're still doing it. And it's oh. I don't know. I feel that's a good parody of that thing because then it's not like this is a thing that carries on throughout he doesn't walk around school and then fall into other girls or anything like that so sure but he also does get on uh she calls him when she's in the bath to like again sexually torment him basically sexually harass him be like hey i'm all naked and steamy in the bath Ah, that makes you uncomfortable so not cool yeah and then he knocks his blocks on the floor and he's like ah yeah what's she doing he's like oh no an accident, nothing, nothing. Like, oh yeah, sure. You imagining me naked? Uh, yeah, hilarious. which is straight up sexual harassment, and as most of this is. And uh, then she accidentally switches on a video call so he can see her, like in the bath, because she's actually in the bath. And yeah. that that's like the only way he ever wins. It's because not because he ever gets an upper hand in any way. It's because she messes up. No, there's there's also the time he slaps a boob. I don't remember that. Uh, it's when they're doing the parody of Japanese comedy. Of yeah, when, when she's trying to get him to play the straight man. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I and do remember that. Yeah. To, like, tap a shoulder to be like, oh, to that, like slap someone's shoulder and be like, what the heck, what the heck, yeah. etc. And basically, he's getting a bit flustered with her bullying and ends up slapping her boobs instead. Sure. It's like, I, I get. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> this whole thing. And... It annoys me. Um, the whole lucky pervert thing does annoy me, just because of how lazy it is, and it's it's not only lazy, but it it gives people this this tantalizing thing of uh, usually against women of saying that oh if you you're just lucky enough you might get to see the booby like oh it's like I uh, it's just fucking hell just stop <laughs> stop stop invading people's personal space like this and then I mean, bad, claiming bad it's lucky. That's, that's never, that's never I know, stop. it's never going away. And that's the thing, you might think that I hate manga just because of all of the shit I say on this podcast because, yeah, a lot of this is endemic issues with manga. And... I, I, mean, I mean, I would go step further. It's not really, I wouldn't say it's just manga. Manga has it especially prevalently, but then you look at some of the biggest successful shows of the, and books of the last few years, like, here's Game of Thrones, which is relentlessly horny. Is um, Fifty Shades of Grey relentlessly horny? In fact, okay. it's just porn. <laughs> those, yeah, those two examples you just get. Yes. And I understand those are just two things off the top of your head, so I'm not rating as you for that. But for those, Fifty Shades of Grey is actually porn, so yes. that's allowed to but be. But the point is, it's also one of the most successful things in the West in probably in the past decade. Sure, like sex sells. Almost like yes. sex sells, which is why they do the lucky pervert. Thing. That's yes. the point. I'm not, I'm, just saying, I'm not saying that's a justification for it. I'm just saying it's not just manga where that's a thing. Sure. But the difference in those things is one of them's actually porn and Fifty Shades of Grey, depending on... That's a whole other podcast. 
but ultimately sure. it's all consensual is how it's portrayed at the very least uh same thing in game of thrones as well uh while there is some are you what yeah. <laughs> you're telling me all sex in game of no, thrones is consensual no i'm not but i'm saying it's <laughs> era and scene appropriate at the very least bear in mind in the books daenerys is like 13 oh, or 14 i have not read the books cannot comment on that <laughs> yeah a lot of the characters are aged up for the show for obvious reasons <laughs> yeah daenerys in the first episode is full frontal so yeah fair yeah I don't want to say the nearest doesn't matter because obviously it does, but the the issue with that scene was less I say less the age, it's still just as much of an issue in the book sure. but considering that first scene with her and Drogo was yeah. Very incest. There were, yes. there were issues besides the age there. Yeah, it's lots yes. of incest and sexual assault, yes. That that there are other issues there, but they're all bad. But yeah, my point is um these are at least setting an era appropriate, whereas the lucky pervert thing is just, here is a world. Also, he sometimes trips and buries himself in ass cheeks. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's lazy and it's there just because people are like, ho, 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 I, I would like the chance to one day trip over into a booby. Like, oh. so, just random aside here. Mm -hmm. Was it Ken Akamatsu that brought that into the forefront? I am unsure what that is. I've never really read much of his work outside of some of Negima. So I oh, that's a person. Say... Okay, I thought it was a yes, it's manga. a uh, manga artist, uh, Love Heiner Negima. Oh right, right, right. Uh, QB holder or whatever it's called. I actually, do know their work then. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you. I would be surprised if you didn't. Yeah, even I have read Love Heiner. He's he's yeah. probably one of the premier fan servicey authors. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know he sort of popularized the whole thing. Like it. it I don't know if it's necessarily Lucky Pervert exactly or just sort of like tangentially related to it, where like main character stumbles into the girls in a very suggestive situation, like going into yeah. bath or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the girls just don't even listen to anything, just punch him out of the room or whatever. I know he popularized that, so I don't, I've not read or watched Negima or Love Heiner in a long time. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. He had like the proper lucky pervert of like, oh no, I gripped the booby. <laughs> I, I do going a step further with this tangent. I, I do <laughs> enjoy it when the whole lucky pervert angle gets put in actual porn because it's so the logic is so fucking funny. Where it's like, oh no, we fell over and now I'm fucking you. Oh, I guess we better carry on. <laughs> it's like, what kind of fucking logic is this? porno logic. I still think my favorite is the lifeguard in the bathroom. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> you don't know? Oh, damn. No, for, for our audience, do elaborate. <laughs> so it's it's obviously porn. Obviously. Guy, guy's in his bathtub and in walks the actress for the scene dressed as a lifeguard mm -hmm. taking it very seriously, acting as a lifeguard like Oh my god, that water's so deep. Quick, get out. There's a shark. And the dude's just like, it's my fucking bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> just plays it like completely straight. Like, watch that. <laughs> I've, I've not watched the entire scene, so I don't know the transition. But obviously, at some point after that, they start fucking. And uh, I've got to know that transition. <laughs> like going further down this, oh my god. this rabbit hole. <laughs> no pun intended. There's. 
And there's the classic, the lemon stealing horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking classic. Sorry, the what? Lemon stealing horse. Do you not know about this one? No. Okay, so <laughs> there is. This is very much one of those portos you want to watch for the plot. Because, <laughs> like, at a certain point, they just start fucking, and that's boring. So you just want to watch the plot. And there are, there is a couple, I assume a couple, two people, a man and woman. They are um, sitting in their back garden, and they've just had a, they bought a lemon tree recently. And they're really happy about their lemon tree. They're talking about how much they love their lemon tree, how much they would just die if anything bad happened to their lemon tree, and how much their lemon tree has brought happiness into their lives. All the while, in the background, there is a scantily clad lady drotting into the garden and starts stealing their lemons. <laughs> at which point, at, they realize she's doing this, and they turn around, he says, I've had enough of these lemon-stealing whores. <laughs> and then they start fucking... Like, I don't know why. Okay, first thing, sure, if that's, <laughs> if that's what you find funny, sure. Second, I heard Lemon Stealing Horse the first time. <laughs> that's a very different porno. <laughs> lemon Stealing Whores. Whores. <laughs> Whores, yes. And oh. I'm only saying that because that's what they say in the porno. <laughs> I, I mean, what I've learned here in, in the shocking twist is that I'm the most innocent one, three of us, apparently. <laughs> How did not you what not figure that out? <laughs> and trust me, <laughs> you ain't no angel, bro. <laughs> oh, God, no. Jesus, no. <laughs> I feel my opinions on this have given that away. But, uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, it's much more fun discussing porno plot than it is discussing the actual porno plot that we were reading this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> like, go on, go on, Sean. Bring us back to it then. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Spoilers. As I say, sure. I, I, okay. I, I don't deny the chapters are the same bit mm -hmm. over and over. I can't deny that. But I feel the comedy beats always make up for that. And as long as you've got a good comedy beat you can get away with that pretty much and i feel that this one does see my my i kind of do get what you're saying uh, i don't think it was funny not in that regard but i'm more thinking we've read some shit that if on this show that if you read it then i feel think of less of you whereas yes. with this i i get it i totally get it if you're into it that's more power to you. That's the thing, because you like you've gone into a lot of like how this is problematic, and I agree. If this relationship did exist in the real world, it's problematic. I don't think this is. I think this is compared to some of the stuff we've read, like Minamoto Kun story, for example. This is harmless as far yeah, as no, I'm I, concerned compared yes. to that. Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely agree with you on that. Like, I, I absolutely don't see anything wrong with liking this. It's not for me, but I don't see anything wrong with this as an entity as a piece i think if you read way into it and you start applying the logic to real life it is crazy problematic oh sure yeah that's what we do with all the manga we read mike <laughs> we do it's like we have a pattern or something oh uh, dear but that's the thing because it's senpai's like so we've criticized some sort of like red to girlfriend for example where the lead character is clearly an insult who's trying to engineer these situations Absolutely. That's not what the lead character of this does. If if Nagatoro had never got involved in his life, he'd have just stayed hungered down and done nothing. And he'd keep going, oh, woe is me. Why won't women bang me? The potential for character growth in this is immense. I will give it yeah. that. Well, we, you see, 
I think it's happening just very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> in a not so great way as well. Uh, it's, yeah, like, I, I don't think less of people for enjoying this. Uh, I mean, all kinks and stuff aside, I, <laughs> like, you completely take the, the sexual angle out of this, if you can. And it's still not a bad read overall. Like, the art is good. Um, yeah. Story is structured quite well. Uh, there are comedy beats in it that, again, not for me, but I can recognize that they would be funny. And if you like this, Sean, that's totally, I understand. I totally do. And I don't feel like you for it because, yeah, it's it's actually not bad. Like, it's actually pretty good. I get is why it, it was is like this. It's like reverse record of Ragnarok where I really like it and you really don't, but we appreciate the other's viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> we're into fundamentally different things i'm into yes. giant throbbing dick hammers and yeah. you're into tormenting little girls mike's into objectively terrible plot lacking terrible comedy not comedy fight things that have no fight logic or anything and, and sean is into provoking no, sean's into objectively horrible <laughs> non-comedies plot lacking as well plot lacking non-comedies <laughs> yes this is more plot than record of ragnarok Disagree. I, I think it's got the. Agree. I think I think it's got the exact same amount of plot, <laughs> like down to like if you could quantify it, like if we did it in fluid ounces, they would have be zero. <laughs> yeah, no, they'd have one, <laughs> one each, <laughs> one they point, exactly one plot, <laughs> one exact plot. Yeah, one plot ounce. Ounce, Ooh, not even on the metric system. <laughs> yeah, that's how out of place this, these things are. Because the thing is, I, I agree with Record of Ragnarok, it's not great. I agree. But I like it. <laughs> I like it because of how dumb and how much it leans in it is. And you could absolutely apply that to this as well. It just doesn't strike the same chord with me. Fair. Yeah, whereas that was more stupid fun, this is more harsh fun. <laughs> I think is the best way I can describe it. In the most pleasant terms. Uh, yeah, so I get it. I get it. Good. So in that case, Phil, you've obviously, I believe you're up to date with this, right? Probably. Give or but take, maybe. With give, give or take a manga that's going down. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, obviously I mentioned this is uh, licensed available. Would you buy it? And. No. Thanks. Jesus, cool. He was clicking with that one. And uh, with the anime out now, are you going to watch it? Uh, probably not. Though it is on Crunchyroll, and I do have that Crunchyroll subscription I need to use. So, uh... any excuse to watch tormenting little girls? <laughs> yes. Oh, you know me too well, Mike. <laughs> I do, and that's the horrifying part. Uh, it, it. Nah, I don't think it's something I'm bothered about watching the anime of. To be perfectly honest. I'm I'm with Mike on this one. Like it, it's not bad. It's just if not, not for like, you. Great, yeah. I'm just like a bit whatever about it. Yeah. the th The main thing for me is there are other series I would much rather support that have a similar theme. So we mentioned there's Teasing Master Tagaki. Yes. There's Yanchigano Andro San, which I'm hasn't been licensed and doesn't have an anime at this point in time at least which um i think is a lot better and a lot 
it has the dynamics of the male and female lead a lot better. If only because, you know, everything's all consensual and one's not relentlessly bullying the other. And, uh, I mean, there's just lots of series that have this sort of theme, but do it in a, let's say, nicer way. Fair enough. Uh, for me, uh, I am, as you probably gathered, the one who's most into this in the fray. I have tried teasing Master Gags and before I've watched the first few episodes of the anime. Uh, I kind of, while I appreciate it was nice enough, I kind of bounced off it because it was very vanilla and very... Sure, okay. A bit too vanilla for you. A bit too vanilla. I don't know. It was just very bland and safe, I guess. I don't know. I get that. It To, to use my... I don't know, nothing hucking happens is the right phrase, but too slice of life for me, I guess, maybe. I don't know. That feels weird, a critique to make now that I'm going to be into, like... But I like this one. But uh, I don't know what to tell you. I like... Well, again, completely agree. This is not the relationship you should be aiming for in life unless you consent to it, in which case you do you. But uh, it's it's definitely... Uh, I like reading about this too. I felt they had a good dynamic and energy going on. I didn't mind it. As I say, I found a lot of the beats in the chapters quite comedic and that he actually managed to do that even when it is just the same joke. Hey, I, I guess I like the joke. So there mm. you go. And but it manages to like do at least a fresh spin or take on them in each one. You do get some moments that take what you've seen in other manga, like the lucky pervert bit where she falls on his crotch, but twist it in a way that you don't really, or at least I've never seen in any other series. Uh, I like some, well, I like the visuals and the art. I think it does some brilliant stuff. There's some brilliant shots, especially where it like zooms in on his eye, for example, and you can see her reflection in it as she is taking over in his mind. Wahaha. So, yeah, I'd say I, I really like it. I feel it does some good jobs closing loops with the narrative. So, for example, you have, I mentioned it already, the first chapter where he's drawing her and does absolutely terribly. And then they bring that back around and he does way better at that point. I feel like it just, it has enough of those little beats where I can willing to at least give it more time and more chances to see how they evolve further. If it did just slow down to nothing and like several volumes in, it just ground to a halt which could well happen, to be blunt, then I'd probably jump off at that point. But for now, I'm definitely interested enough, and I will probably be picking up the first few volumes of the manga. Anime, it'll depend on how well it realises the art more than anything. I've not actually seen a trailer of this show yet, so I don't know how well uh, it's been done, but um, I did really like uh, Orange, which Telecom Animation Film also did. That was one of my favourite shows of that year, which was a more serious uh, romance-related show. So, uh, but then again, also Tower of God was not great animated. So who knows? It'll depend how that turns out, but it's definitely something I'm interested in. And I will at least be investing in the first few volumes of this. So Mike, uh, again, you've already pretty eloquently given your opinion, but uh, one more time, would yeah. you read more, buy more, watch more? Yeah, I do want to like wrap up my thoughts a bit here because I have been a little all over the place with it as well as like, I've expressed a lot of opinions here. And you, you mentioned that um, you think that you, you kind of feel like nothing fucking happens. <laughs> like, and the reason I haven't said that is because uh, something does happen. The problem is it's the same thing over and over. I don't feel like this thing lacks content because I feel like the reason why you would go to this is very, very specific. And if you're going to it for that reason, you would not be disappointed with it. 
I don't think this is bad. I don't think this is not worth your time. I don't think that this one should be avoided even. Um, it's one of those ones that you really need to pick up and decide for yourself because it is a, for a very specific type of reader. And to say it's blanket, not worth it, it would be very difficult, very short-sighted. I do know from reading the first two volumes that it is absolutely not for me. Um, it just didn't hit right for me. It didn't strike a chord. Like, it wasn't silly enough to make it worth it. Um, it almost didn't take itself seriously enough and, and took itself too seriously at the same time. Um, it was just a very... I wouldn't say it was a difficult read because it was actually very easy to read. But it was very... Uh, it, was, it was very harsh to read. So I'm not particularly into it. And I'm thinking that a lot of other people wouldn't, but a lot of other people would. I'm actually willing to watch the first episode of the anime just to see if how they do it, how they frame it, and how they evoke reactions in it. It might end up being that they lean in hard to the abusive side of things, which would make it worse unless they lean in incredibly hard to it just to make it silly. Uh, or it might be that they lean in the more um, humanizing sides of it, which would actually make it much better, in my opinion. And so it really is a wait-and-see type thing for me for the anime. Um, I would not buy the manga based on what I've read. Um, I would find it very difficult to empathize with this character, unless a lot later on it does become more humanized and more based in actual emotion. Uh, it's very hard to see that happening so that's why i'm leaning more towards not but if i found out later on they that it became uh less harsh or just easier to read then i would actually consider it because i do see massive potential for character growth. i do see places these characters can go and they've got a really good foundation for a story here but in its current form it's not for me i might give the anime a chance when that crops up but for now, it's a big no from me. It's just not meant for me, uh, but that's okay because it's meant for other people. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how the anime fleshes things out, so to speak. Like I know Tagaki, Sound Again, I think they did like three chapters to one episode, which is how they did, filled up the 20 minutes runtime. Mm. So uh, it'll be interesting to see with this one whether they go for like, we're just going to adapt a bunch of stories per episode, or if they try and fill things out a bit more and maybe provide some more depth to the characters. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to see a bit more depth. Uh, the closest thing you get to depth in this is Senpai has one chapter where he says why he doesn't mind being bullied or not so much doesn't mind, but how he gets on with it. And there's yeah. the one chapter of Nagatoro where she you see that she's not interested with the other guys and she's weirdly protective of Senpai. That's the only character development you really get, but you do get the feeling there's way more beneath the surface. So if that ever gets explored properly, then I might be back on board. But yeah, not right, not in his current form. Fair enough. So there you have it, kids. Uh, try it for yourself, but uh, don't be surprised if you're not into it, yeah. by it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely Very not one so. for everyone, and I can appreciate that. But uh, I'll tell you what else I can appreciate. And that's Mike's goddamn Twitch streams. Where can they hit you up, buddy? Oh, you appreciate my Twitch streams. That's very nice of you to lie about. Uh, that is... I mean, I donated to you, buddy. So, you, you know. You sure have. That's twitch.tv 
slash Berserkra, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. And you can find me on Twitter at the same name, B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. That's, yeah, that's generally where I am. Yeah. I am available at Slazer King, S-L-A-Z-O-K-I-N-G, for your terrible opinions, and now apparently getting hornier on main as I <clears throat> watch this show. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you can also find me on uh, another podcast, the Lagging Behind podcast, on Twitter, at Behind Lagging, which is a fortnightly look into games, and I have no idea what the episode that come, came out on Tuesday just gone is as this airs. Um, look forward to that. It's as much a surprise to me as it is to you. I like I'll admit it. Um I record these episodes and then I completely put them out of my mind. So every time <laughs> a new one pops up, I'm like, oh yeah, we read that. Oh man, you're about you're about to be April like, Fool's oh, Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm about to get got. <laughs> oh man. Like, did we really review that? I guess we did. Oh wait, yeah, yeah we reviewed that. That's what we did. <laughs> yep. Oh, all the repressed memories are returning. <laughs> it's very much. Oh like, God, full on. I read <laughs> No, that's the one time he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm actually starting to get into this this trash mango friends. What? <laughs> oh man. Uh, so usually at this point, I'd throw to Phil for his social, and he wouldn't say it, and then we'd move on. But mm. uh, instead, I'm gonna give Phil some. We say it every fucking week. <laughs> Under protest, yes. Yeah, I'm not disputing that part. <laughs> that hasn't been a single episode. You've not had my Twitter said. No, but other people have had to say it <laughs> multiple times. Both me and Mike have said it in various episodes. But uh, yes, uh, the point is, Phil, here's your chance instead to talk about something you are interested in. So as I mentioned, this was the spring anime time season. We've discussed Nagatoro, which is one of the more divisive shows because if you haven't gathered 24 episodes in that's what that's what we usually do mm-hmm. but uh there are other things airing this season and phil seeing as you read literally every manga in existence anything you want to shout out from the spring anime season that we uh won't be covering on the show but here's your chance bit of a stretch of everyone but sure every single one every single one. fucking wish i had the time to read every single one <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, obviously Nagatoro's getting an anime, the one we've just discussed, um, which is probably going to be the big hit, I think, of the season, truthfully. There's also the Shaman King reboot, which is going to cover the entirety of Shaman King, and it is great, and you don't listen to Sean because he's got shit taste. I mean, I like Nagatoro, so yes. Yeah, shit taste. <laughs> Uh, so Shaman King is an old school shonen series. It follows Yo, who is a shaman, a person who can see and interact with spirits of the dead, and is about his quest to become the Shaman King, the person who will basically become Jesus. As you do. As you do. On the Iskai front, which, you know, is all I read. No. You've got the spin-off of Reincarnate- Reincarnated as a Slime with Slime Diaries, uh, which is just a bit more slice of life than the main series is, um, and a bit more light-hearted, especially given what's currently happening in the main series, if you keep up with that. Uh, similarly with Isekai and Slimes, you have uh, I've Done Nothing But Killed Slimes for 300 Years, where a woman, upon reincarnating, just wants a nice, easy life and spends 300 years killing slimes and becomes the most powerful person in the world, I guess. 
Um, still on Iskai, there is, I don't remember the English name for this one, so uh, Seijo no Marioku wa Bano Des, uh, which follows Sei, who is an office worker who is summoned to another world to be their Saint S. However, unfortunately, also brings another girl along with her and say ends up ignored by the prince and she has to find her new life in, in this strange new world. And it's a sort of shoujo take on the Isekai genre and it's a lot more about the character relationships and her discovering the world and whatnot rather than, oh my god, overpowered main character just sets up his harem or whatever. As you do. As, as you do. Many of these are as you do. As you do, yeah. There is... So this one actually isn't a manga, but I'm going to shout it out because it's great. Um, there is The World Ends With You anime, which <laughs> was actually a video game years and years ago on the original Nintendo DS, I believe. Yes. In which the main character wakes up in the middle of Shibuya, very famous shopping district in um, Japan. And he has no recollection of how he got there, why he's there or anything, except he can't be seen by other people and he walks right through them and it's all about him learning what's going on with him, what, what kind of strange world he's suddenly being dragged into and how can he get out and so on, get back to his normal life, whatever that might have been. And it's that's really good. And then, if you just, like, really hate yourself... Uh, as we do. As, as we do. Uh, yeah, there was... Hiyo Soru Soshite Joshikosei wo Hiro, which... Um, yeah, I'm not going to give the translated name, because that's fucking... Mm, yeah. Problematic. Uh, it's not problematic, as because I'm basically going to say the problematic anyway. It's just, yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> um, in which the main character, an office worker, is rejected by his crush. And as he's going home, he bumps into a runaway high school girl who basically says, hey, let me live with you. I will sleep with you if you do, I believe. And so he takes her home and doesn't sleep with her. I'm going to say that one very clearly. Okay. Um, and it's just about his life in this new strange situation. And that's about all I've got from next season. Just looking at the list I've got in front of me. There you go, then. Uh, a bunch of uh, cool shows to check out. And, uh, and that last one. <laughs> there's, there's other big names in there as well. Obviously, there's My Hero Academia is back, yeah. among other things. Uh, mm -hmm. Eden Zero, if you're a fan of Hero Machima's work. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's something for everyone. And if you're me, that something is Nagatora. Yeah, I, I avoided talking about sequels. But yes, That's there is fair. a bunch of sequels. Fair. But, uh, yeah, if, and speaking of sequels, if you want to keep following the sequel episodes of this show, then don't forget to subscribe to us. We're on all the good podcasting services, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn. And you can follow us on Twitter, at TrashMangaCast. So you can get all the scoops on what's coming up, as well as uh, highlighting other like licensing announcements and such as they happen, or at least as I log into the account and note they happen. Mm -hmm. And that will pretty much do us. But what about next time? Well, you see, 
Phil has had to pick an awful lot of these as of late, and I feel it's time we gave him a little bit of a break. So for the next couple of episodes, me and Mike are going to be taking the reins and picking the series. So uh, it falls to me, first of all. And so next time, we will be reading Umibi no Onanoko, aka A Girl on the Shore, which is drawn and written by Inio Asano, the award-winning and Eisner-nominated author, whose other works include uh, Goodnight Pun Pun and, I'm going to get this wrong, Dead Dead Demons DDDDD Destruction. Uh, a Girl on the Shore is a much shorter kind of work he did, which is only a couple of volumes in length, so we'll be covering all of it. And it's about it's a tale of love and loss and high school romance and coming of age set over at one lovely summer. So uh, prepare to enjoy that. It is uh, licensed, so you can go out and buy it right now if you want to. So check it out for yourself before the episode goes live in two weeks. And we will see you then. So take care, everybody, and we'll see you around. Bye. See you next time.